So Ben, we've got a new Bond film. Can you tell us a bit more about it? So James Bond fans have had to wait a long time for their latest movie in the franchise to come out, No Time to Die, after an early 2020 release date that was set. been pushed back a number of times for obvious reasons due to the heavy spread of COVID across not only Australia but all around the world, especially in the hub of America where the movies are created and um, a lot of the money is earned in the box office. But after the UK had been so good with their vaccination rates and getting people back to normal in some form of normality, um, the world premiere of No Time To Die took place at the beautiful Royal Albert Hall in London. And it was a star-studded affair. Fans, celebrities and royalty attended to see them. People like Prince Charles and Kate Middleton and uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge from the hit TV show Fleabag were some of the stars who attended the premiere. And in terms of the actual movie itself, um, many have remarked at the very high quality of the film in regards to its predecessors. Dating back to the early 60s and the 70s when the franchise was first getting started, people have put it in a really high bar. And another iconic thing about the movie is the music. Um, it's been quite a common thing over the years for people, for artists to create a song for the film. And the music and the song for this film was spearheaded by young star Billie Eilish, who is the youngest to, to do so. So many were remarking at the high quality of the music side of it as well. And it's also been reported that this would be long-term Bond, Daniel Craig's last foray into the world of 007. So rumours were sparking on the red carpet before the premiere about who the new Bond will be. Um, people were throwing around names like Reg Adrian Page from Bridgerton and um, Idris Elba as well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. On the theme of screen drama, Netflix released its most watched TVs and films. What was going on there? Streaming drama and Netflix have always been really quiet and when it comes to statistics and basically telling us who watches those shows and what shows they watch and stuff like that. But in recent days, they've actually shared a list with the most viewed shows ever over their um, long-running business. Um, and perhaps unsurprisingly, a lot of the shows culminated from the year that was, and a lot of us were stuck at home with nothing else to do besides watch Netflix. The highest viewed show was Bridgerton, the old-style British soap opera that many loved at home. Um, the show has gone around 90 million viewers. Then you put it into the context of the overall scheme of the world, billions of people. It doesn't really seem like much. They also released the fact that 200 million people across the world have Netflix subscriptions. So when you put that into context, around half of the people have watched Bridgerton, which is quite substantial when you think of the fast expanse of shows that Netflix has. And as I mentioned, a lot of the shows that were listed on this rundown of the most viewed shows did make their mark last year. And these were other shows like the Queen's Gambit and, of course, everyone's favourite, Tiger King, which kind of marked the first little bit of lockdown for a lot of us. And on the movie side, the top view movie was directed by the Russo brothers, who, of course, directed all the massive Avenger movies. And it was the movie Extraction, starring Olivia Griggs and Pimbleth. And this marked much higher, around 100 and 105 million viewers, which, when you think about it again, it is quite, quite a lot. And lastly, Ben, the Australian Stock Exchange is diving quick stick. Can you give us an update? So, yeah, the word of finance is always a confusing one. Um, but the ASX has recently hit a four-month low, which doesn't really sound like a lot. But one little thing in the world of finance can impact us for weeks and months to come. 
impact the exchange rate and the cash rate and lots of different things. Um, we've seen that recently with a drop in Wall Street and the European Stock Exchange. Um, the ASX was down 1.5% yesterday and all these shares are set to drop even further over the coming days. And the US Stock Exchange have had a really shocking few days with consumer confidence being at an all-time low. People aren't really wanting to go out and spend their money and just live life normally again. So everything seems to drop. So because of course, people wanting to save their money, which means less money is going into the economy and in turn, businesses have less money and everything drops. And another reason that they have low confidence is the spread of the Delta variant. People aren't just wanting to go out and spend any money. And another reason why we're seeing this drop is usual number of transnational organizations having their shares listed on our exchanges. So if you think of a big multinational company in America, like Costco, for example, people might not want over there to go and spend money, which means there's less money for the Costco listed on the Australian Stock Exchange. And it means that there's just going to be a drop in the overall ASX. So it's an interesting time and it'll be interesting to see what happens with the 